Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Three, two, one, zero. Hello, welcome to episode 171 Managing Impulse Purchases. Hey, Money Clan, a very warm welcome to the Chain of Wealth podcast. I'm your host, Dennis O'Brien. And I'm Katie Walsh. So, Katie, quite a fascinating topic. And today we're going to be diving all into the psychology behind impulse purchases. Yeah, I think that we can all agree that we've all probably fell victim to an impulse purchase here or there. Yeah, no, for sure. And, you know, I think that there definitely is another sort of side to this that a lot of people don't really talk about. And we'll be discussing that a little bit later in the episode. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Well, before we dive right in, we're currently in the process of completing our debt destruction course. We're actually looking to give away the course to five lucky people to almost have like a scholarship. So if you're interested, we'd love to hear what your debt story is, what you're currently working on. Head on over to chainofwealth.com slash debt course and let us know. Like I said, we're only going to give this to five people and we've had a ton of people reply already. So definitely get in while it's still available. All right, Kate, you ready to dive in? Yes. Fantastic. Let's do it. Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom. All right, Kate. So let's be honest. We've all done it. We've all had that moment where, you know, you see something you want and, you know, before you know it, your credit card's in your hand and you're ready to swap. It's almost like you are just controlled, like you don't even have a mind for a second. Like you're <laughs> all of a sudden, and I've been there before, and thankfully I haven't done any like massive impulse purchases, 
But I can totally relate. I have had something in my hand, and before I knew it, I was walking out the door with a bag. And it's almost shocking sometimes how an impulse purchase can happen, whether it's, you know, a new outfit or a new pair of shoes or, you know, something small that you want. Hopefully people aren't impulse buying things like cars and expensive TVs and everything as often as they are, you know, a pack of gum at the grocery store while they're waiting in line. Yeah, so it's actually a very common thing. And, you know, like we did a little bit of research before this episode and looking into it, a ton of people actually do impulse buying. And it can be things like houses, so not houses, like cars or expensive things. And one of the biggest contributors towards this is your personality and whether you are a type of person that is all about status and, you know, all about having the latest and greatest stuff. You're very image conscious. You want to look good in front of your friends. People that typically fall into this category are the worst people when it comes to impulse buying. And it makes sense. You know, like you see your friend has got the new iPhone. So you want to go get the new iPhone. So you can also be cool and, you know, with the cool kids. And I think that a lot of people fall into this trap. And it's something that's super common. And it's difficult to get out of it. It is because once you are in it, it becomes a habit, right? You're used to buying all the new latest and greatest things and then having to take yourself away from that. Now, not only are you having the coolest new gadgets, but you're having to watch other people have those cool new things when you have the older version. Yeah, and it almost becomes a game of trying to outdo your friends or whoever it is that's you know, like you're sort of aspiring to be like. And I think that it's quite a difficult thing to say, but, you know, you have to be very careful about the company that you keep when it comes to your finances. You know, before you know it, like keeping up with the Joneses is a very expensive thing, especially if you're looking to pursue a path of financial independence and you're looking to get your money in order and you're looking to pay down debt, you know, trying to manage that, okay, I'm still doing okay and socially I feel good. That's quite a challenging thing to do. That makes sense completely because if you are trying to, for example, pay off a credit card or a student loan or something, all your money should be going towards that debt. But now when you have friends who want to go for happy hour after work or they want to go on this quick weekend trip or they want to go and do this one little activity, all that money, even if it's $20, you know, $20 a happy hour, ultimately no big deal, but it's the habit that you keep going and then $20 turns into, you know, going the next week and then that's 40 and then the next week and then it just compounds. And I remember back when I had, I'll admit it, spending problems and I would think like, oh, no big deal. I'll go and do this for $15 with my girlfriends, you know, we'll go out for a nice wine night. And then I would come back and I'd be like, okay, now I'm going to be good. Yeah. And then three or four days later, now that wine night that I had a few days ago is out of my mind. Yeah. And then they invite you out again. And then something else comes up. Yeah. Totally makes sense. And then the money just grows. The money that you spent doesn't care about the money that you spent a few days ago. 
now it's all adding. Yeah. And especially if you're funding it with like your credit card or something like that, you know, like you don't even realize that you're spending the money. And then you look up at the end of a month and all of a sudden you've got this massive credit card bill that you got to pay. And, you know, trying to keep that under control is really what we're trying to help you guys do in this episode. So let's chat a little bit about like some of the ways you can sort of get this under control and how you can really control your impulse purchases. Well, what would you say are some of the biggest things that you, that, that, that comes to mind when, when you think about it? Well, when I think about it, like you said earlier, finding the company that you keep, the people you hang out with, if they are not on the same track as you, I'm not saying like dump your friends and you need to move on and not be friends with them anymore, but you need to go and find new friends that have the same goal that you can hang out with on Friday night. If you have, you know, one or two friends who are also trying to pay off their debt or Maybe you don't even have the same money goal. Maybe you're paying off your debt and then this person is saving for a down payment for a car. Ultimately, in the grand scheme of things, you're both trying to accomplish something with money. You can hang out together and you can do free things that aren't going to blow your budget. And you're still going to feel like you're being social without having to spend all your money. And I think that's one of the things that people struggle with the most when they're trying to pay off debt is it can be really lonely because you can't go out and spend money with your friends drinking or to the movies or shopping or something like that. Yeah, no, 100% agree. I think that's something that people can do, especially if you're impulse buying expensive things. Do yourself a favor and create a waiting list. And let's say it's a 30-day waiting list. So if you want something, write it down and you can't buy that thing for 30 days. And we've spoken about this in previous podcast episodes as well. I was going to say, you've upped the days, I feel like. (laughs) Yeah, but long story short, if you create a list and you really give yourself time to think about whether you want to buy it and don't give in to the discounts that people will give you because let's be honest, there's always a discount for something. And what seems like a really good deal is probably going to be available in a couple of weeks. So I would say that sort of creating a, a waiting list is one way to really help stop buying these really expensive things. So let's bring this into our life a little bit. I have a real life conundrum that we are dealing with on the regular. And that is we want a camera. And when I say a camera, I mean like one of the nice like Canon cameras that take really nice photos. And you brought up that you wanted it. And at first I thought it was a, I'll be blunt, a pretty stupid idea. Why do we need a camera? We have our cell phones. We can take perfectly fine pictures with that. And then I started thinking about it. And we do do some pretty cool things. Sometimes we've been to South Africa a few times. We go home, well, to my home, to Florida. A couple of weeks ago, we went to some caves in Virginia, which was amazing and would have been great if we would have had a camera. We also live right by all the monuments and we've gone to a lot of festivals which are free and it would have been great to have a great camera but we have been holding strong to not buy the camera yet. Right. So that is something I feel like this is near and dear to our heart because that is something that we have been wanting and since you have brought it up. And then I've started thinking about all the times that we could be taking nice pictures somewhere. I don't think it's as stupid of a purchase anymore. 
Yeah, but, you know, also trying to figure out that real fine line between value versus what you're buying. Mm-hmm. Whether it is like something that's worth spending a lot of money on. And you have to really determine whether that value of what you're spending is actually considerably higher. And we did something like an exercise where we sort of said, all right, take the value of whatever and future value it and look at how much this money actually is in the future. And, you know, what looks like a, let's say, a $300 camera is actually a $1,500 camera. When you take into account if you had invested that money and put it towards like really good use, it really does make a big difference. So sort of really turning over your coins a couple of times before you really think whether that is a purchase that you want to make. Well, and if you're going to use it for only a short amount of time and then grow tired of it, right. or is this something you're going to use often. Yeah, for sure. So I think another one that I would say is super important if you're really big on impulse buying is avoid using your credit cards. Like I said earlier that, you know, if you are just making these purchases and you're just swiping, 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 and you can't stop swiping, stop using your credit cards, you know, and when you want to spend money, maybe withdraw cash and start using cash to actually pay for frivolous expenditure. You'll find that parting with that money Yes, you're not going to be earning your credit card points or whatever, but parting with that money, actually handing over that money that you've worked hard for is actually a very big psychological thing. And anyone with, you know, like no brain can take a credit card and just swipe, swipe, swipe. But if you're actually handing over cash, psychologically, you're giving away something you've worked hard and, and earned. So like I would say if you do struggle with impulse buying, avoiding credit cards is probably a good idea. Yeah. And... Along with that, remembering what your goals are is a huge, that was a huge motivator for me. Whenever I was making my massively huge student loan payments, we live right next to a mall and going anywhere, I would walk by, you know, my favorite shoe store, TJ Maxx, or, you know, the mall is right across the street. And I would always see really cute things that I would either want to buy for myself or our house or a gift for somebody that I care about. And at the end of the day, I would think, is it worth it? Or should I rather just put the money towards my student loan? And I'll be 100% honest, it is a hard, hard habit to get into. But it feels really good once it is not so painful to look at something want it and then be able to put it back because I'm at that place now I can look at something that I want but I can put it back yeah and I think that's so important as well and something else that you can try and do is if you find that you're spending a lot of money at a particular store don't go start avoiding it (laughs) (laughs) like I know it sounds ridiculous but say maybe you're a big Apple fanboy stop going to the iStore store. If you know where it is, you know you're going to see something in the window and maybe it's something silly like a strap for your watch. Stop doing it. Your current strap is working fine. Mm -hmm. You know, your current cover is working fine. No, you don't need the AirPods. Like, if you avoid it altogether and you just don't go there, it's like out of sight, out of mind. And that goes the same for websites as well. If you find that you're visiting the Apple.com website, maybe stop visiting that website because if you see stuff you want, you're going to want to buy it. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Yeah, so I think that pretty much covers it for today. 
once again, we are in the middle of creating an awesome debt course for you guys. We'd love if you would sign up to get a free access to it. It's only going to be five people. So definitely send in your application. Head on over to chainofwealth.com slash debt course. And we'll catch you next time, Money Clan. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.